Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. So uh, VBS kicks off next week. That's about crazy. Next Sunday, we kick off Vacation Bible School. Uh, if, you're, if you have children or grandchildren or anybody visiting, you've not signed up, get that done. Mark can help you with that. Melissa Huff can, can help you with that. But don't miss Vacation Bible School. That's a great four days at the church. Uh, beautiful, beautiful time. And I don't know if you like me, but a lot of folks, a lot of people today in ministry or, or in leadership in church were born again in Vacation Bible School. They were a bunch of them. And so it is an enormously effective evangelistic outreach mechanism of the church and one we don't take lightly here at all. And so uh, we're excited about it. So today, um, I want to do a lesson. I, I, I still today, I mean, to this point, I still don't know exactly if I like the title. I went back and forth. Title's not a big deal, so I didn't get you know, caught up on it. But I've just called it Summer 101. And here's what I want to do today. A lot of times I'll preach a series or anything, but this is kind of a one-off for me. It's one shot at you. But I, I want to share something. I want to kind of speak some wisdom into you. And you can, I can do that now because I'm kind of old. When you get after 50, you can give wisdom. Before 50, like, you don't have wisdom, you know. So I, I feel like I could give some wisdom. And I, I want to speak to you today from my pastor heart today. I want to give you a little nugget from my pastor heart today. So we're in Memorial Day weekend, and we know the real meaning of Memorial Day, and that is to honor our veterans. We'll do more with that a little bit later, and we're grateful for those men and women who, who made this, this life in America that we so generously enjoy happen. Um, but Memorial Day is kind of the unofficial start of summer. For a lot of people, uh, summer starts this weekend. It kind of has a bookend, Memorial Day and Labor Day. That's kind of the bookend for summer. Um, and so Memorial Day is kind of the unofficial kickoff to summer. Uh, on the calendar, officially, if Dopper Dave will, will help you with this, it is June 21st, okay? But, but nobody really goes by that anyway. But, but it's kind of the Memorial Day is kind of the kickoff. And listen to me. Summer is absolutely beautiful. Love summer. Now, it's not my favorite season, Paxson will, Paxson knows my favorite season, but I, but I love summer. I, do, I don't love it as much as Paxton, but I love summer, okay? This is a thing that we have, sorry. Uh, but it's beautiful. I love everything about summer. Summer is, is a wonderful season, has a lot of pluses, has some minuses. We'll look at that in a little bit, but, but it's a beautiful, beautiful season. And so, um, but, but here's the thing I picked up on. All the seasons have kind of a, a theme or a centerpiece around Jesus or the Lord, except summer. And I'm throwing summer under the bus. But if you looked at it as a whole, you have fall. Fall, you cannot get away from fall. Everywhere you look, you see words like uh, thankfulness, 
and gratitude and gratefulness and bounty and harvest. I mean, we even use biblical words to, to illustrate fall, okay? And it's all around. It's the gathering of family. It's food. It's harvest time. It's all about that. We move from there right into Christmas, and Christmas is all about baby Jesus and the manger and magi, all that stuff. And then from Christmas, the winter season takes you right into spring, and Lord help, you got to be really slow if you don't understand spring's about Easter. I mean, the resurrection. But then you get to summer, and summer's like, freedom! It's like, okay, I get that Jesus is about freedom, but I think y'all talking about a different freedom. Uh, y'all talking about like the hippie freedom. But I'm, I'm like, freedom is a good thing. But, but it's like from Memorial Day to Labor Day, it's just free. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, but we're still doing church. We're still supposed to be out there making, making an impact for the kingdom. But that's like sometimes the last thing on people's minds sometimes. And so I want to look at, at a couple little nuggets for you, and then I'm going to present a challenge to you. So let's look at the beauty of summer, and then there's some dangers of summer. And then I want to tie all this in with a challenge. So a beauty of summer is that there is no schedule. Now, some of you say, well, I still have a job. Outside the people that have a job, there's no schedule. Amen. I mean, let's face it. It's the beauty of summer. Don't get me wrong. That's fun. But there's a danger as well, and that is no schedule. All right? No schedule. That, I think, is why parents are so excited when school starts back. At least there's a routine. At least there's a schedule. So another beauty is longer days. Man, we love those. I love the fact that about 6 to 6.30, it starts to get light outside. I cannot stand it when it's dark at 8.15. What in the world? I mean, I've been up three hours. Can the sun not come up, you know? So, I mean, you got longer days. I mean, the sun in this part of the country, I mean, we're very close to mountain time. I mean, you have daylight till 10 o'clock. You only need a light on your mower. You can mow about 9.45 at night. It's real cool then, too, by the way. So you got longer days. You spend a lot of time outside. Outside's a good thing. You spend a lot of time outside. A danger of that is that you spend a lot of time outside, okay? Uh, a beauty of summer is time with family and friends. You're going to spend a lot of time with family and friends, okay? Now, some people say there's a danger in that. <laughs> there is, okay? But you spend a lot of time with family and friends. We have family in town right now. So you spend a lot of time with family and friends. You also gather with people more in the summer. And another beauty of summer is your spontaneity. If you're a spontaneous kind of person, summer is like the greatest time in the world. It's like 9.30. Let's go to Sonic, half price shakes. Well, that really helps you at the beach. I, I mean, so, I mean, we, you can be spontaneous, all right? You can be spontaneous. The danger of summer in the spontaneous is sometimes spon spontaneous things don't always lead to God-pleasing things, all right? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the summer that's a beauty of summer and then a danger of summer. So I, wanna, I want you to look at a couple things. I want to make a challenge to you this summer season. Now, here's what I want you to do. I'm challenging the church this summer, and I want you to accept this challenge, but I want you to understand this challenge, if you accept it, is extremely dangerous. It's just dangerous. Now, I'm going to tell you this. If you accept the challenge that I'm going to present to you in just a little bit, you're going to be a little bit crazy, okay? And I'll also tell you this. 
If you accept the challenge that I'm going to put before you, it's really not popular. It's just not popular. It's not a popular choice, okay? Now, no doubt that what I'm about to challenge you to do is it, 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 it's a big challenge. It's a very big challenge. The question is that when I give this challenge to you, are you brave enough to accept the challenge? Because some of you right now are like, bring it. I'm like, yeah, but wait just a minute. You don't even know what it is, all right? You don't even know what the challenge is, okay? This challenge that I will present to you will absolutely 110% change your life. It will. It will change your life. It will not only change your life, it'll make you look different. It'll make you smell different. It'll make you worship different. It'll make you act different. It'll also make you see different. And some of you are like, I have no idea what he's about to say. Just trust me. I'm going to issue a challenge to you, and I really want my church to accept the challenge. But first, I want you to go to your word. When you go to John chapter 15, go to John 15. Pretty familiar text, but I want to read it to you. John chapter 15, I want to begin in verse 1. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, and as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, Jesus says. You are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, will bear much fruit. But apart from me or without me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. Ephesians 5, 17 and 18 says this. Therefore, and I've taught you, when you ever see therefore, you want to know what that therefore is there for. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Spirit. I want you to flip over, maybe just a page over in John. Go to John 16. Look at John 16, verse 12 and 13. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them. However, when the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And he will not speak on his own authority, but he will speak. But whatever he hears the Father, he will speak, and he will tell you of things to come. So here's the challenge I put before the church. The challenge for the church this summer is simply this. No more sunscreen. And when I say no more sunscreen, I don't mean no more sunscreen, S-U-N. 
I mean no more sunscreen, S-O-N. See, we have this, we have this philosophy in, in, in summer that we're outside a lot, and we put this layer on us to keep the sun's rays impacting us. But I want you to spend the summer abiding in the Father. I want you to spend the summer abiding in Him. I want you to spend the summer pushing so close to the Lord that He absolutely penetrates everything about you. No more protective shield. No more barrier for the Lord. No more nothing. Open season for the sun to shine on you. For the sun rays. You see, I've seen Noah's summer forecast for June, July, and August. It's record-breaking heat. We need less sunscreen, S-O-N, and we need more sunburn, S-O-N. What would your life look like if you spent the next 10 to 12 weeks not on summer vacation, but on summer school. Well, you pressed in on the Father. Because many times in the church, the church goes through what they call a summer slump or a slumber break. I mean, I want you not to be so concerned because, I mean, if you've watched people in the summer, I mean, mamas, you can tell who the moms are when you show up on vacation. Because you can look at their bag. They may have some beach towels, but what they've got is about 12 bottles of sunscreen from every brand that's possible. And their kids are running to the pool, and they're squirting from behind. I mean, they're trying to lather their kid up with enough sunscreen that the sun couldn't penetrate that poor kid if it wanted to. And the kid comes out of the pool long enough, he's going to get another squirt. And there's nothing wrong with that. The harmful rays of the sun are a real deal. But I'm telling you right now, we need this summer for the church to have a little less sunscreen and a whole lot more sunburn. Because we have a philosophy that we kind of coast in the summer and we'll get all recommitted and re-faithful and and, and we'll, we'll cowboy up come Labor Day. Can I tell you that one of the beautiful parts of summer is there's no schedule. You're outside a bunch. You gather with family and friends. You can be spontaneous. But why in the midst of all of that would we miss what God's doing in it? You know when most people meet their neighbors? Summer. You know when most people move into neighborhoods? Summer. What if this summer you have a gathering of your neighbors, but it's not necessarily just to get to know them, but to let the rays of the sun that's been penetrating you get on them? Paul said, Don't be drunk with wine that leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So what happens to a person that gets drunk on wine? Is it pretty obvious? Pretty obvious. They don't walk right. They don't talk right. 
they don't just talk right, they talk loud. <laughs> so why not we as the church be drunk on the Holy Spirit and not walk right? Not talk right. Maybe we should talk louder. Amen. When you gather for burgers and chips and you meet people, why not let what God's doing in you begin to ooze out of you? If you're on summer break, you miss the opportunity. It's gone by. But if you understand that through the summer you want more sunburn and less sunscreen, that you need the Father to burn him in, himself into you this summer, burn you, burn you deep this summer. Because I'm going to tell you something about somebody that gets a sunburn. Can you tell? <laughs> Look like a walking lobster. What's real sad is when them pale protected people, pale skinned people get a sunburn. Dude, it's bad. Bad. It's like blood red, like don't touch me kind of red. You can't help but notice someone that forgot their sunscreen. Amen. And you can't help but see the spot on their body that they missed. <laughs> Been there? What I'm saying is the Father wants to pour into you this summer. And he won't miss a spot. And every part of your body will have a sun burn. So that when you walk life and when you do life this summer, there is going to be absolutely no doubt that you have a sunburn. And people won't have to ask where you got that sunburn or are you sunburned? Just like they won't have to ask or wonder if they're filled with the Spirit. Because you're going to see it differently. See, people say, well, we, we're going here for summer vacation. Here's an interesting question for you. Jesus going with you? You know, there's a Friends episode. If you're a big Friends person, my wife and daughter, they speak Friends. Code. Brett and I are like, what? I don't get this. It's Friends. I'm like, okay, I got to watch more Friends because I don't even know what y'all saying. So the show Friends, there's an episode where Ross and Rachel are on a break. <laughs> y'all remember that episode? If you don't, go watch it. All through that, they're like, we were on a break. So a lot of people sometimes want to take a break in the summer or go on vacation and take a break. You ever thought, just crazy thought, that God's sovereign even on vacation? You think God's sovereignty stops on vacation? I'm on vacation, so God's going to, his sovereignty stops. For He's on vacation. Do you ever think that maybe your camper is next to a God-ordained camper? You ever think maybe your room is next to somebody? You ever think that couple and that family you keep seeing at that dinner table on the cruise is maybe put there by God? You know, there's 52 weeks, and you chose that one. See, I think sometimes we, <clears throat> not knowing it, we, we dumb down summer 
and we dumb down his sovereignty. Now, I don't think you go out and go, well, God can't move in the summer. I'm just saying that we, we kind of turn that spot off. We, we, we put on sunscreen and we don't know it. What I'm saying to the church is, and what I'm challenging the church is this. I don't want you to have no sunscreen this summer. I want you to have a whole lot of sunburn this summer. And I want it to be noticeable. And I don't want you to get one sunburn and then it go away and you dress in some kind of Martian soup the rest of the summer so that sun can't burn you because you don't want to do that again. I'm saying I want you to have an absolute 110% every day of the summer sunburn. Because apart from him, you can do nothing. If you've cut a weed lately with a weed eater, you get a bath. They are slapjack full of liquid. Weeds this year are going to be fun. You might need a machete, not a weed eater. Because there's a lot of nectar from heaven that's been falling. And you don't need a lot of water to make a weed anyway. But with this kind of rain, you're going to have some jumbo kind of weeds. And when you hit them suckers, what's in them is going to splash on you. So here's the deal. You're going to have a summer drought from the Holy Spirit, from the true vine. Because if you're connected to that true vine as that branch, when all that heaven falls and that Holy Spirit flows through him, it flows out to you. Yes. I'm going to say something to you. You can be an absolute missionary this summer if your eyes are open. You're going to have more setups by God. You're going to have more divine encounters. You're going to have more contact out there than you've ever thought or imagined. But I think people sleepwalk through summer because summer's about them and about freedom. I think there's a heightened opportunity for the church to make a lasting impact. And if you're connected to the vine as a branch, God is going to do much through you. You're going to bear fruit, my friend. Here's the deal. Paige kind of sang a song about it. Show me your glory. If you go before that, what does he say? Moses speaking. God, if your presence, come on, church, if your presence doesn't go with us, what will distinguish us from all the other people on the face of the earth? God, if your presence doesn't go with me, the branch, into my summer, what's going to distinguish me from all the other people having summer? Nothing. I want the church to open its eyes this summer and watch God's glory. Watch God set you up. Watch people move in around you. Watch opportunities to gather your friends. Watch opportunities to be set up on vacation when you wanted to be on vacation, but there is no vacation from his sovereignty. And I want you to get the best sunburn you've ever had in your life this summer. And I don't want no sunscreen put on your body. I want you to say, God, I want you to penetrate every part of my body. 
I'm asking you to fill me from the bottom of my toe to the top of my head with the Holy Spirit of God. I want it oozing out of me. And I want everybody in the world to know that I got a sunburn. 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 Less sunscreen, my friends, and more sunburn will do us all good. Do us all good. Let me pray for you. I'm going to invite the worship team to come on up. If you're a ministry team today, I'm going to invite you to come. Right where you are, I just want you to, I want you to simply ask a very, it's not a dangerous question, but I just want you to ask a, a question that you have to train yourself to ask often. What did the Holy Spirit say to me today? What did the Holy Spirit say to me today? And I want you to let that just fall on you. Very practical message. Most of you, when I was preaching this, said, the people that need to hear that aren't here. <laughs> can I say something to you? Don't question God's sovereignty. They can get it on the podcast, but you're here today. So what did he want to say to you today? Just let that fall on you. God, what are your Holy Spirit saying to me today? Father, this morning, we're going to stand in just a little bit. We're going to worship. Father, there's not a person in the room, including the senior pastor of this church, that the Holy Spirit hasn't already scratched my heart and said something to me. God, we don't want to spend the summer coating ourselves with sunscreen. We need a fresh sun burn from the son who died for us. God, I pray that we this summer would press into you like we've never pressed into you and allow your Holy Spirit to fill us fresh, that we look different, act different, talk different, see different, not because we're different necessarily, but because we have a sunburn. The power of your presence makes us different. So God, as we stand in worship, if we need to move to an altar, that we'd come. Maybe we just need to bow down and say, God, this summer I want a sunburn. Or open my eyes to what you want me to see. Maybe you're looking for a church home and wasn't planning this, but this is what God's leading you to do today. Maybe you just need for prayer. But God, I pray you move the church today for your glory in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.